This is the business of sports. We're in a situation that we haven't dealt with in modern times. The pandemic here has really accelerated the investments that we've been advocating for for years. From a macro standpoint, I think our sport industry is really forced to look at the business a little bit differently. In-depth conversations with the leaders in the sports industry. Who wants to be the sacrificial lambs that shows up at the first big major sporting event? We're part of something much bigger than sport right now, and the health and safety of our stakeholders is what's most important. Every moment, I think we're all from a business perspective thinking about the impact that the virus is having across the country. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Michael Barr, and you're listening to The Business of Sports. We're here every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to explore the big money issues in the world of sports and talk to some of the biggest players in the industry today. My favorite day, Wednesday. We're going to look ahead to week 13 of the season, which is weird because at this taping, we still haven't finished week 12 yet, Uh, the Baltimore Steelers game. Now, the problem that I'm seeing with this, and I ask both of you guys, I'll start with you, Damian, with COVID now really taking hold uh, on some teams, how is this going to impact as weeks go forward? Well, I'll jump right in there, Michael. I mean, you know, it, it, it depends on your league, and it really, quite frankly, I mean, I didn't even know that CBS Sportsline, where, you know, I play in one league, was suspending waiver wires last night until I looked uh, in the middle of the day, right? So they're doing the right thing. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is if this game takes off tonight, we're back to square one, everything's good. But if it doesn't, I mean, and you, you were holding out for, you know, I don't know, J.K. Dobbins or Lamar Jackson or James Conner, good luck because those are zeros on your balance sheet this week, and it's going to be pretty painful with the playoffs just just ahead a week from now. Rich, we were talking about this earlier this morning, and we'll get back to the picks in a second. But if you did your picks for the week and you put your confidence points, big points in this game, you got to have just some bravery to do it because I don't see how you didn't just put a one in there. Well, keep in mind, like in our pool, the line moved tremendously when it was discovered that Lamar Jackson was not going to play in this game. So if you're a gambling person, which most people are gambling, they they took a chance that the game was going to get played and they and there was a big swing in the point spread from our pool once it was decided that Lamar, Lamar Jackson was not playing. So... That's the way people decided to put a lot of confidence points in the game. We're going to get into week 13, but we got to talk about <laughs> still week 12 because I've got some guys going, uh, and I'm playing you, Rich, and I desperately need a win because I could clinch a playoff berth if I get the win. Well, you have Claypool right. on the Steelers, uh, and right now he'd have to have a very, very big game for you to beat me. And since we're talking about the playoffs, you look like you're, you're pretty set to make the playoffs. But I have a chance if I beat you this week, which it looks like I'm going to. And then my matchup next week is against the second place team where I'm trailing by one game. So if I actually beat you, which I will, and beat him next week, I think I'll have the overall second most points to the Volmer who's running away with it. But that would get me a buy, so it's important for me to beat you this week. By the way, Damian, you know that Volmer has locked up the, the best record. Nobody can touch him. He's already sent me that video 
of Stewie and Brian when he tries to shake him down for the money. Yeah. <laughs> he's also got high point total, too. So he's already in the money. But, you know, I think I think Rich makes a great point. You know, if people are sort of jockeying for playoff position heading into week 14, which is when playoffs start, you know, those bye weeks are critical, right? So, you know, that's what people are playing for now, yourself included. Me, I'm just going to sit back in the five and six spot, make my way, squeak my way into the playoffs because it all starts at zero once you make the playoffs, and it's a week-by-week thing. And so, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get to the dance. You know, Rich Truman, he will always help fantasy players get to the dance because he has got a great weekly fantasy football column. Comes out every Thursday on the Bloomberg Terminal. And this week, uh, the, the obvious ones you, you don't get into, but you get into those value picks, and they have paid off for a lot of teams. What do you have this week? One player is going up against your beloved Detroit Lions. Woo-hoo. I love Allen Robinson, but do you know that Mitchell Trubisky has thrown for 12 touchdown passes the last four games against the Lions? Everybody has been on him, but you know what? You're right. And I would like to see, well, I would love to see Detroit win because now they got rid of Matt Patricia and the GM, Bob Quinn. I don't want to see anybody lose their job. I mean, I hate that. That's how you put a roof over your head and food on the table. But it is a chance for the Lions, Damian, to rebuild and show what they got. And who knows, maybe uh, Mr. Swift can uh, come back. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, look, you know, there's some interesting takeaways from week 12. I mean, let me, let me, let me break it down for you. Since Alex Smith took over in Washington, do you realize they're averaging nearly 30 points per game? Washington reached 29 points just three times in its previous 46 outings, right? So I think that has everything you need to, says everything you need to know about why Gibson ran for 115 yards and three touchdowns and destroyed a lot of teams last week. Another one you got to take fact of is Deshaun Watson. 16 touchdowns versus no interceptions in the last six games, right? Yeah. So he lost his big receiver. I mean, Will Fuller's just been suspended. And, so I, and I, have Will Fuller in our, I have Will Fuller yes. in our league, and uh. that's going to hurt me immensely because uh, my one area I think I'm a little weak on is receiver. And he actually, I believe I read, he was the seventh overall leader in wide receiver points this year, Will Fuller. He was having a great year and obviously had a great Thanksgiving. I'm going to bring he up the was, but he isn't anymore. He's a drop right now. So, uh, you know, if you want to preempt uh, Rich Truman on the waiver wire, Michael, you know, he's going to be looking <laughs> for a receiver this week. By the way, speaking of wide receivers, guys, it's a name that I just love to say. <laughs> Kiki QT. Uh, yes, he could be in play. And that's uh, like you just said, because of the Fuller situation. That... And, and Randall Cobb got hurt. Right. So it could be some. Kiki. So Brandon Cooks, if you have Brandon Cooks, you're in good shape, and yeah, and you're right, he'll be a good pickup uh, for those yes, wanting. I mean, but if we are gonna if we're gonna talk about wide receivers, I have to come over the top. I mean, 269 receiving yards and three touchdowns on 13 receptions for Tyree Kill last week. I mean, come on. I mean, that's got to be something like 60 points in fantasy land. It's just absurd. But he did nothing in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> What about running backs, folks? Uh, you see anything good out there? Uh, I, I think you have. Do you have Jonathan Taylor and Michael Moore? Yes, I do. Well, they're playing the Texans this week, and assuming he's coming back from his, he missed a game because of COVID. Right. Texans second worst against the run in the league, so I think Jonathan Taylor is a possibility. And a guy that I have is Raheem Mostert. Uh, got him running. Had 16 carries last week and a touchdown. I think his uh, workload's going to increase. So uh, they're playing Buffalo this week. 
They're going to try to keep the Bills' high-powered offense off the field. So I, I could see Mostert having a good game also. Damian. Well, let me add to that. Devontae Booker, with Jacobs injured, is going to come into play. Yep. And Cam Akers is now making his way back on the Rams. And you can't ignore the performance the last two weeks from James White in New England, right? So those running backs might very well be out there on your waiver wire. I'd, be, I'd expect all of them to go this week for sure. You, you, you just answered me because I was just thinking Josh Jacobs, he might be out. I uh, guess he hurt his ankle. So there's a chance, yes, you are exactly right, that uh, Devontae uh, could be a splendid day. Uh, out there on the field. Uh, tight ends. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Good luck with this. I, I don't really see anybody out there that is like, oh, my goodness, Rich, I got to get this person. Well, after the Ravens play the Steelers, and they're playing today because that's what we're taping today, they do play the Cowboys next week, assuming the game goes on. Cowboys secondary is obviously very weak. Mark Andrews is Lamar Jackson's favorite target, assuming Lamar's back. So I would look for Mark Andrews. And Mike Kosicki, it's amazing what a, a quarterback change will do. I have Devontae yeah. Parker in our league. Ryan Fitzpatrick is back. Two are still injured. It looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick might get into the start or two. Devontae Parker's value goes up, and so does Mike Kosicki, tight end. They're playing the Bengals. Um, I believe they're second worst against in the league against uh, tight end. So keep on. Yeah, and and sticking with tight ends, it'll be interesting to see if T.J. Hawkinson can continue performing at the same pace now that Patricia's out of Detroit, right? So I think that's something a lot of people have to be mindful of. And look, Dallas Goddard on Philadelphia is, is filling in nicely here. So, you know, he's another option. But, you know, the reality is tight ends been you know, has the least depth and it's been a weak position. And even guys like Waller, who, my goodness, you know, I mean, if anybody is watching that Raiders-Falcons uh, game, I mean, what? I mean, <laughs> Vegas lost a lot of money on that oh. one for sure. I mean, the over-under was supposed to be something close to 60, and it didn't come anywhere close. Well, Atlanta put up a ton of points, actually. I take it back. The over might have come in. But, you know, I mean, Vegas, disappointing. Waller didn't do anything in that game. And, you know, that's something you have to take a look at because guess who they're playing this week? The New York Jets. And, you know, I mean, the Jets are over this year. And Vegas might, uh, the way they looked last week, it might be closer than people think. Well, yeah, I, I have to say, it's I, at first I bought in to the Raiders uh, this season because of Gruden. But after that game this past Sunday, I, I'm looking and I'm like, what in the heck happened? They went in, Vegas went in the favorite of this game. And yeah. just got their ears pinned back, and, and which uh, I don't know. It's, you're right. It, that might be the one win New York might get, Rich. Well, first of all, it's typical Raiders to get you. Yeah, they played Kansas City great in two games. They won one, lost one, close one. They're such a Jekyll and Hyde team. But, you know, this is so 2020. We actually seriously might have a good chance this year of having an unbeaten team and a winless team in That's the right. same season. That's right. The, you know, the Steelers are going to be favored in every game they play this season and the rest of the way. The toughest matchup I see they have is against the Bills. Uh, I think uh, it's the week after this one. Uh, and they end the season at Cleveland, which could be a tough matchup. And the Jets are going to be underdogs for sure in every game. And the funny thing is, the last game of the season, they play the Patriots. And wouldn't that be funny if Bill Belichick had something up his sleeve to have the Jets win that game, have them tie with Jacksonville, and the Jets don't get the number one pick overall? Damian, that brings me to trying to stay alive in Survivor. And yes, I'm still alive. Uh, and and after how many are left? Twenty six are left. Okay. And 
I overthought it, and I picked Cleveland instead of just going to Miami. Now, Miami won, but then Cleveland, they won, but – it was uh, it sure. was close. It was you know the, they, yeah. there was Buffalo out there. So Daniel. now you now you have Miami again this week for you to take. That's right. I can take Miami now because uh, yeah, I, that's I eleven and a half point spread versus Cincinnati. I mean that's a good. I, I, I like that one too. I, I mean you know I'm assuming you don't have KC left because they're going to blow out Denver. Oh, yeah. um, another one you might look at is Minnesota, right? Because Minnesota's playing Jacksonville, so you know there's some options out there. But I would certainly stay away from that uh, Raiders Jets game. I mean it's a seven and a half point spread in favor of the Raiders, but yeah, you know this is one of those games where you just want to stay away. Didn't the Jets beat them last year? I think you're right. In a similar situation. I think you're right. It's, but before we head on out to the prairie, I got to ask about Colt McCoy. What do you think? Is he worth a pickup this week? For because uh, the you know it's funny. I've been always saying play the quarterback against the Seahawks, but the Seahawks defense the last two or three weeks has turned it around. Uh, I think partially because Seattle's kind of changed their offensive game plan. They're running the ball a lot more than they have been in the past, and because they're trying to keep their defense off the field. Um, so, and they had a lot of, uh, since they got Dunlap from Cincinnati, they've had a lot of quarterback pressures. So I actually would not play Colt McCoy uh, against Seattle this week. And by the way, I should bring yeah, up, know. because but before you head, Damon, i got to bring up, uh, Colt McCoy is uh, with the Giants uh, quarterback because Nanny Dimes got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like he tweaked his uh, hammy. So could be a chance that uh, he could be out there this week. Uh, Damien, your thoughts, man? Well, I, I, you know, I was just surprised that Rich didn't use that as an opportunity to mention Justin Herbert because he's done that on every fantasy podcast we've had this year. And here's a stat for you, Rich. I've been sitting on this one. The Chargers are three and eight at this year, right? But you know, those wins have come against teams with a combined record of three twenty nine and one. So wait, 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 you know, wait, wait, wait. let me interrupt. Hold fantasy. on, hold on, Mister Statman. This is a fantasy show. Who cares what if they have won, wins or losses on their regular slate? But that, that's meaningless. That's meaningless. I was about to say that. He's done well, but wins are wins, right? So, you know, look, at the end of the day, you know, Herbert's going to be great for you. He's going to be great going into the fantasy uh, playoffs for sure. But, you know, at some point they're going to dial things down, right, because they're out of it on the year. And I like to have fantasy players specifically during the playoffs that are playing for something, right? And I think that's a key point you have to make. You know, you don't want to have somebody who's mailing it in in weeks 14, 15, 16. So it's just something to be mindful of. You know, you know, it's funny. Uh, I think that Austin Eckler coming back actually hurts Justin Herbert's value. Uh, he, he dumped the ball off a lot last game yeah. as opposed to where he'd be looking downfield for Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. Right. So I think that actually could hurt his value a little. By the way, if you uh, – I don't know why the NFL does this. It's a weird thing. Uh, after all the teams played last week, well, hopefully, uh, the bye this week, Tampa Bay and Carolina. So if you have any players on those teams, get them out. By the way, always check Rich Truman. Uh, you can catch his weekly fantasy football column. comes out every Thursday this season on the Terminal. And, of course, Bloomberg Intelligence, Damien, Damien Sassauer, always the man. This is going to be a great horse race, folks, to see who, in our league who's going to like Indeed. make the playoffs. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, you can catch our podcast right here every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I'm Michael Barr on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. 